welcome to Chief's Neighborhood again. Please come in, come in, have a seat, take a load off. Would you like some water? Bet you would. Just look in front of you, check your cup holder. You got something in there? All right, have a sip. All right, let's go. So, I hope that you took the time to look at, look at Soldier Story 2, Misunderstood. This story is about the same soldier. Good old Beesh. Now, mind you, I told you Beesh was the type of person that whenever he said something, he kind of meant it, even if he was joking. Well, this go-around, Beesh comes to me. Now, before I really, really get into it, I used to sell cars. I sold new cars, I sold used cars, before I joined the military. So, some of my soldiers know this, some of them don't. But Bishino came to me, and he was like, Hey, sir, I have a question. I said, what's going on? He was like, I want something faster. Well, what do you have now? I have just a regular little Nissan Sentra. I was like, okay, well, you know, how fast are you trying to go? He says, well, I want a muscle car. I was like, all right, well, you know, muscle cars are cool. So he's like, well, I don't know. I don't know what I can afford. So I said, well, B. Chanel, let's let's look at your options. So we looked online, and we found a couple of cool cars. Nothing with too crazy mileage, but I found a Pontiac GTO for about $14,000. I was like, hey, B. Chanel, here's a Pontiac. It's V8. It's much faster than the four-cylinder you have. It's an automatic, so you could still drive it. And it's uh, rel- got relatively low miles. What do you think about this? He says, yeah, that's nice, but I don't know if I can afford it. I said, well, how much was your car? He tells me, oh, it's $15,000. I said, okay, how long have you had it? I've had it for about three years. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure you can afford a car that's cheaper than what you have now. Well, I, I really want to lower my car note. I said, well, be you know, you're a specialist in the military. What are you spending your money on? And he looks at me jokingly and says, oh, Hookers and cocaine. <laughs> I giggle with him for a moment, but I think back to his previous altercation. I drink, think back to the suicide attempt and everything else, and I go, wait, no, let's go talk outside. We step outside, and I'm like, no, seriously, what are you spending your money on? He goes, well, <sighs> uh, hookers. I'm like, damn it, bitch, you know, how did you get up with these hookers? And he was like, well, it's not my fault. During the end brief, when we first got here, they told us not to go on Backpage. Well, curiosity really made me want to look on Backpage. And when I looked on Backpage, they had escort services, so I just called one to see if it was real. I was like, well, Bishno, you could have gone to jail. He was like, well, I wasn't too worried about going to jail. But I just wanted to know, you know, what, what the services they offered. Okay, so what happened? Well, I I used the services. Stop using the services, Beesh. He was like, okay, I will. I promise I'll stop. I'm like, I mean it. I'm going to put this on a counseling, but I'm not going to put it in your packet, but I want you to sign it, and we're going to put it and keep it on the computer. That sounds good? He was like, that sounds good. I'm like, okay, if I find out you're doing this again, I'm getting counseled. Well, a couple days go by. And I notice, as I'm pulling in the PT, his car is, has been hit. So I'm like, huh, hey, Bishano, what happened to your car? He looks, he goes, oh, what? Oh, no, no, don't, don't worry about that. Uh, somebody
somebody tapped me in the parking lot. Like, you know, it looks like they tapped you kind of hard. He was like, yeah, 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 it's it's all good. Uh, I'll just call it on insurance. I was like, okay, well, you need to do a police report. Have you done your police report? No, do I have to if, if nobody was there? Yeah, man, you might want to do this police report so that you can get a timeline and everything of when everything happened. Roger, sorry, and I'll get the police report. Well, when PT ended, he's driving in front of me, and I notice his car seems to be crabby. And for those who aren't familiar with the term crabbing, a car drives straight, but a car that's crabbing kind of drives crooked, like it's sideways. So I call him. I know his car has Bluetooth. Hey, what direction is your steering wheel pointed? He goes, well, now that you mention it, my steering wheel is pointed to the left. I'm like, Bishano, you've been hit really hard. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do the police report. So I say, okay. He drives in the shift. I say, let's go look at your car. We go out there and we look at it, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, I don't need you driving this vehicle. You shouldn't be driving this. And he said, well, well why not? I was like, if you drive this vehicle, you, you could get into a potential accident. Your alignment is off, and you're starting to rub the inner part of your tires off. So he's like, oh, okay, well, I'll go get an alignment. I was like, yeah, you should do that. I help him set him up with an appointment to get his alignment. When he goes to get an alignment, the guy tells him, he's like, hey, buddy, um, it's more than your alignment off, your rim's bent, everything else. So at this point, I'm really scratching my head to figure out, hey, man, if someone hits your car in the parking lot, yeah, you need to have insurance take care of this. An alignment's only like 60 70 bucks. This guy's telling you it's going to be $300 to fix your car. So I was like, all right, well, what's your deductible? Oh, well, my deductible is 500 So I was like, Jesus, well, you're going to have to pay the 300 Well, I don't have the 300 Well, you're going to have to wait and not drive the car for a while until we can get this situated. So I sit there perplexed, just trying to figure out, how the fuck did somebody hit his car that was parked and do all this damage? So I said, Bishnell, come here, come to my desk. Yes, Sergeant, I'm here. Please tell me again, how did that happen? And he looks at me and he's like, oh, I said someone hit me. I'm like, it's not making sense, man. It doesn't add up. I need you to explain to me what happened. And he was like, well, promise not to get mad. So I'm like, oh, here we fucking go. Okay, I won't get mad. What's up? Well, remember the hookers I told you about? I said, yes. You better not be fucking hookers. He's like, I'm not. I'm not having sex with hookers. I promise. I swear to God. That, that's not what I'm doing. I, I'm not burning anymore. I, I, I'm good. So I was like, okay. Well, what happened? Well, I befriended the hookers. I said, what? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're my friends. I said, Bishana, what do you mean? Well, I hang out with the hookers, but I'm not having sex with them unless they just kind of want to have sex. So I'm like, okay, but are you paying? No, I'm not paying. All right. You're not paying for sex. That's all that matters. And he's like, well, I befriended one of the hookers, and she asked me to give her a ride. So I gave Cinnamon a ride. I said, stop, who the fuck is Cinnamon? Oh, Cinnamon's a hooker. She's a hooker, but she has red hair. So we call her Cinnamon. Who's we? Oh, all the other hookers. Jesus, just just keep going. Okay. So gave her a ride, and apparently she wanted to go to a drug dealer's house. I was like, please tell me you're not buying drugs. No, I didn't buy any drugs. You should know you can't have people with drugs in your car. Yeah, I know that now. What do you mean you know that now? Well, apparently.
apparently she didn't pay the drug dealer. Well, what do you mean? Well, she was supposed to be doing sexual favors for the drug dealer. And as I was out there waiting in a car, she came running and just jumped into the car. And I was like, drive, drive, drive. I looked confused and said, huh, well, what's going on? When I looked up, the drug dealer was standing at the doorway of the apartment with a gun pointed at us. I was like, oh, wow, really? He said, yes. But what did you do? He said, I put it in drive. But when I put it in drive, I went over the little parking barricade thing. So I was like, oh, that's how you probably messed up your alignment. He's like, no, no, no. Well, what I had to do is, in front of the barricade, it was a ditch. And I had to drive my little Sentra through the ditch. So as I'm trying to drive it into the ditch, the guy is shooting at us. I'm like, oh, God, are you serious? He's like, yes. He's like, so at this point, I'm terrified. He was like, and I drove through the ditch, came out the other side, only to realize that we're in a cul-de-sac. It's a court. So now I have to come back out the other end. So I come through speeding as fast as I could, and that's when I heard the bullets hitting the car. And I was like, bullets? He hit the car? He's like, yeah, he, he, he shot the car. I was like, what do you mean? Well, the back of the car where the, um, I said I got into an accident. I was like, yeah. He shot the car. So I had two bullet holes in the car. I was like, oh, my God. Well, what the hell? How did you how did you get the hole in the bumper? Oh, I cut it out with a Gerber. Well, well Bishano, you didn't think to put a, a bumper sticker over it? Oh, yeah, I could have put a bumper sticker. I didn't, I didn't think of that. I was like, you just, you cut a hole in your bumper to cover bullet holes. Yet I wasn't smart. No, man. Picking up hookers wasn't smart. Moral of the story is, be careful the company you keep.